Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Teddy Sheringham, everlasting striker and treble winning hero. Across a career of 25 years, Teddy played for Millwall, Forest, Spurs, United, Spurs again, West Ham, Portsmouth and Colchester. 51 caps for England, turned the 99 Champions League final on its head, performed as a singing tree on ITV's The Masked Singer, plus author, and today we're reading his 1999 autobiography, Teddy. But what will the book club and special guest journalist Charlie Eccleshare think of it? Find out in today's Football Book Club. He says, I can call to mind literally dozens of situations, which just isn't that many situations. <laughs> I'm now going to explain in detail this friendly match between England and Morocco. There is so much thinly veiled hatred of Michael Owen. <laughs> oh. It's incredible. Silly, childish, pointless, even worse, dangerous. I plead guilty to all four. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Football Book Club, the only book club where, instead of literary classics, each episode we read another footballer's autobiography. Less Agatha Christie, more Malcolm Christie. That's a good one. I was wondering, have we had that before? I, I, I don't think we have had that before, but I think that's a good one. That's a good, I think it's quite a good one as well. Charlie, verdict? It is good. My only gripe would be Agatha Christie wasn't a sort of autobiographical oh, oh, oh charlie charlie you can't stop splitting hairs wow. like this oh well man. you know i'm not doing we're not doing football cliches at the moment so i need an outlet for all this pedantry you, you've, you've opened the door then and i've walked straight through it well we so have expect a lot more of that <laughs> okay that's good to know daniel jolly specifically who sent that in he opened the door so thanks a lot daniel uh, i'm james bug and over the weeks we'll be reading such classics as les ferdinand sir les and lee yun pyo's success is not a success the failure is not a failure <laughs> we are not reading that no we are not that's a very loose uh, translation of korean so whether that's accurate who knows uh, but today we are reading teddy sheringham's 1999 classic teddy my autobiography and joining me to read it are jack bernhardt hello and please welcome to the show journalist author star of football cliches and view from the lane podcast and tottenham hotspur correspondent at the athletic charlie eccleshare Hi guys, how are you doing? Hello. Very, very good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. It was it was quite a journey reading this book. <laughs> yeah, the diplomatic answer. I enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you. Uh, all of our guests, they can go one of two ways. They can yeah. immediately insult us and, and say, "Why have you made us do this?" Or they can say what you said, and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, are you a big fan of autobiographies, Charlie? Um, I do. I find them hard to read now, not in a kind of 
partridge piss takey kind of mm. way especially these football ones i read um alan sugar's autobiography a few years ago i don't know if you've done it on this podcast no we have i would strongly recommend it i think you would have a lot of fun with it is very football football heavy enough yeah um that's a good point i mean you might have to focus on the sort of spurs chapters but there's absolute gold in there just like the maddest non sequiturs you'll ever hear sort of name dropping <laughs> a lot of needless to say i had the last laugh okay okay um, very good brilliant yeah, okay that's what we read. need that's what we always look for because Men- i mean th- this this book talks a lot about alan sugar and like uh also yeah. you've got also the other side neil, neil roddick's book as well so it I, and jenna's book talks about sugar so it would be good to sort of get the yeah, feels get his like, side of things it feels like he's the sort of missing link to quite a lot of um i'm trying if there's a similar figure in literary it's almost like reading the aeneid you know like you're yeah, fi- finally you're getting, you're getting Aeneas's <laughs> perspective. Wow, this is too highbrow. Already, this is too highbrow. I want to know if Alan Sugar's um, got a chapter in his autobiography, uh, which the, the bit which Teddy mentions, where he w- wanders into a meeting wielding a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, you, do, you, do you know what? I interviewed Lord Sugar for a piece on sort of Tottenham, the Sugar. Lord years. Sugar. Lord Sugar, yeah, a few years with Sir Alan. Um, I don't remember that coming up, though I do remember him not being too complimentary about Teddy Sheringham. And so it's interesting that uh, clearly it was felt on both sides. I mean, Teddy's very much a Venables loyalist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think you kind of had to pick sides. And it's interesting you mentioned Razor Ruddock because obviously he appears in this Teddy book. So it's all... It's all kind of interlinked, isn't it? Very yeah. much. I mean, yeah, uh, Ruddock had a big chapter on the protest that him yes. and, his, and his wife, I think, staged. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and I like how Teddy was like, look, I like, I like Venables, but that was too much. <laughs> that was kind of embarrassing. Like, Chill yeah. out, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave you an option, uh, a few options for Spurs books. Um, I, I met, you didn't want to do Anderson's book too much, I seem to remember, uh, because possibly a, bit, a little bit chummy, so I'm guessing no plans yeah. to, bef- to befriend uh, Teddy Sheringham anytime well, soon. Not- not for want of trying on my part, but okay. he's resolutely ignored me. Whereas Darren Anderson's a lovely man who I've <laughs> spoken to many times, so I, I just had to declare that conflict of interest. Whereas that's yeah, fair. He's also my maybe, maybe this will draw player. Teddy out. Maybe he'll listen and, oh. and love the analysis of his autobiography so much he'll return my calls. I don't know if he will. <laughs> <laughs> I've got um, I've got a big head of Darren Anderson on my table. I was literally about to say he's my favorite ever, my favorite ever Tottenham player. So there we go. He's honestly the loveliest man as well. That's good to hear. He's a good guy. I'm an Arsenal fan, and 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 even even I think he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, Um, he really is. Why is he called Shaggy? I um, think it's hair? The hair. Yeah. Right, okay. Looks, it's looks not because he, he would go around singing Mr. Bombastic, no? <laughs> I think it's more Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah right, it's that yeah. kind of floppiness. The OG Shaggy. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, today we're reading Teddy Sheringham's book uh, on the show. It was originally written in 1998, this one. Um, I don't know why. Like after yeah. a really like disappointing year, <laughs> Bonkers decision. And then, and then a rubbish World Cup. Uh, and... Uh, Basically, just to like piss off Alan Sugar, I think who said like you can't write about this, and then does. Um, but then I've got the revised edition. I don't know if everyone yeah, else too. has with oh, yeah. um, with the Champions League final. Oh, he must have been not just because he won it, but he must have been pretty relieved uh, to finally add a decent <laughs> chapter to this book and I, end it the proper I would, way. I, I would I argue that like if you didn't have that chapter in this, this book would be entirely useless. Like, yeah, it's it, <laughs> surely. Who was buying this book before he won the Champions League? No offence to Teddy Sheringham. No, it's a good point as well, because he just left Spurs a year earlier. So like, it would have made more sense almost to do it whilst a hero at Spurs, and then all the Spurs fans are going to buy it. I imagine 
it's sort of burnt some bridges there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should also, like th- this is quite, I've just noticed this, but because um, the foreword by Terry Venables is also quite entertaining. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he, he uses a phrase, he says, I can call to mind literally dozens of situations, <laughs> which just isn't that many situations. <laughs> it's quite a funny. And then and Sheringham uses it similarly. He says something, I don't know if it's literally dozens, but he's like, genuinely, there were dozens of people or something like that. There's it's just a really like modest so claim. Yeah. That's there, really... there must, I, could, I could count on the fingers of one hand yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's and in my opinion that's a lot <laughs> um yeah so let's let's get into it let's read teddy sheringham's teddy over the show we're gonna get to know teddy and we get to know our guest charlie of course there's a quiz and our friend ken zong is back with another chant but first let us see what Amazon is saying. Uh, the book has 3.5 stars from 122 ratings, including oh, this. Wow. This I know it's a lot, and like, that's a lot, large. and it's low. Yeah, for the ones that we do, um, including yeah. this three-star review from T Thornton entitled Three Stars Unnecessary," <laughs> uh, which reads, <laughs> "Did he really call Hoddle a?" C-? <laughs> 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 uh, that, that, yeah, it says four asterisks. Is what it actually says. That- I have to say, I was wondering that because there is a passage from another book where he supposedly did, but I don't know if that's real. I remember, I think it was Sid Lambert linked to it on Twitter years ago. Okay. That, that there's a passage from another book. It's not his autobiography. Mm-hmm. Where and, and there's a bit that's very similar in this book. Um, in that book, supposedly, Sheringham says something along the lines of, I always grew up idolizing Hoddle. I loved him as a player. Yep. And then when I met him, I just thought, oh my God, what a C word. I can't believe it. Oh, wow. So I think that's what that's a reference to. Um, oh, maybe that was in the original Is there another Teddy Sheridan? Like, or is that like, no, like a kid's no, book? And he was like, hey, hey kids, just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's in one of those books that's like a. Um, I d- you know sort of uh the beautiful game the birth of right. the premier league or okay. something that sort of thing and it was too- and it-, it comes at you completely out of nowhere i've got it actually i'll, I'll- Dig it out. Oh, please do. That's really cool. Wow. I, I, suppose, did, I, yeah. I did wonder that. I, I just thought, well, just read the book, T. Thornton. You'll find out in this thing. He doesn't. He's actually quite complimentary about Holland. Uh, Honnold, Holland? Yeah, Holland he is. In this. Holland, yeah. He says, uh, he's he basically growing up, he idolized him, it sounds like. And I, I wonder if that's a thing that happened later because it does feel like. Yeah, I think so. It does feel like, I suppose, he, he's almost, he's on the way to revising his opinion about Hoddle with mm-hmm. this. And it feels like maybe he's years later. He's like, ah, he really wasted me for England. I mean, yeah, that's spot on. I think he's a couple of substitute appearances away from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Teddy's famously a man who will revise what football team he supports, uh, whoever he's signing yeah. for. So, uh, yeah, that. I mean, we'll get into that. But yeah, uh, that was. I found that aspect of it fascinating. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I do, I do want to chat about that. <laughs> um, should I read out? Should I read out this? I found. Yeah, this please extra do. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Oh, okay. But the picture I've got of it doesn't reveal what book it is, but I can probably find it out. It says, when I was a 14-year-old school, when I was a 14-year-old playing for Tottenham Schoolboys, I used to get to those first-team games early so that I could watch Hodder warm up. He was so graceful. The ball would come over and he would catch it on the back, knock it on, catch it on his back, knock it up and volley it back where it came from. Everything he did was so classy. I couldn't wait to watch him play. Then when I met him man-to-man, it was, oh my God, what a <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> wow. Incredible! Oh my god! Slime. Why would you is, say that? Maybe that's um, his foreword to Glenn Hoddle's book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere. Wow! It's amazing. God. Um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to find out where that's actually from. There, there's but yeah, thankfully... it was tweeted a number of years ago. Oh my word, there's nothing like that in this book. It's quite a mild book. No, this is It's no. my I oh yeah. I mean we'll again we'll no, get into no. it. it. Yeah. That, that's that's what that's what T. Thornton thinks of the book, and that's what Teddy thinks of Glenn Hoddle. But what did you guys <laughs> think of Teddy by Teddy? I mean, it's pretty formulaic, but because I don't read many of these, I found it very funny mm. uh almost for that i just i there are lots of little things i love some is the so so straight off the bat he's there's kind of casual xenophobia when talking about Bayern munich mm. um describes yep. them as <laughs> <laughs> we were one nil down to the arrogant germans who confronted us which does sound a little bit kind of you know raised on a diet of you know we won two world wars against yeah it's, ve- it's very yeah. much like wearing that t-shirt at the airport walking yeah. around yeah which is a recurring he, theme throughout the book like, yeah there's, there's, so true. there's quite a lot of that he talks about um <laughs> does something coldly logical football <laughs> yeah which again i don't know it's just kind of like a quite also, bond villainy it's so weird because he's like they usually play coldly logical uh, football but this time they were playing like wimbledon also they were showboating so yeah it's, <laughs> you can never quite decide what like evil version of football he that he hates here it's very yeah. sad and he talks about the self-satisfied smirk had already <laughs> also who's smirking during a, during a champions league final it's just yeah oh, yeah so yeah i li- i sort of like that that you know as much as he he doesn't really put the boot into anyone apart from maybe alan sugar he does seem yes. to have quite a few axes to grind um which i really enjoyed my fa- that my, my favorite bit also or fa- possibly my favorite bit comes quite early uh, <laughs> he talks about how uh, Arsenal fans chanted him, oh, Teddy Teddy, went to Man United and he won F all. Yeah. And he says, it was great to prove what complete rubbish that was by the end of the campaign. <laughs> Although I expect the morons who chanted will continue to do so. <laughs> no one told this Teddy that at this point they did carry on, but they they chanted, oh, Teddy Teddy, went to Man United and he's still a C word. <laughs> that, that was actually how they how they amended that chant after he had stopped when he fucked Still a Glenn Hoddle. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, and I love this because he actually uses the word, says, I can live with it because i had the last laugh um, i know which is just yeah amazing it's incredible absolutely incredible it's it's a very i know we, we say this almost every week it's a very partridge book i would say this one exactly it's, yeah i mean that's yeah. just straight out of the, the partridge playbook um it, it, on that note it is very funny how a few times in there uh because this was written in 99 as you mentioned where he'll say things like that about spurs fans or spurs or he'll say um but things were said, I can never go back. I can never watch that. And then literally two years later, he returned to yeah. something. <laughs> <play. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember I, all those things I said? I, I, I don't. I, I, I'm trying to remember. How, I'm guessing, uh, Charlie, you'll know something. I'm guessing Sugar had probably just about gone for uh, leaving Surely at that point, gone. right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. He'd, yeah. gone, he'd gone by then. So Sheringham went back in the summer of 2001. So yeah, yeah. he had gone uh, sort of midway through the previous season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, just, another, just another one of these sort of kind of gently stereotyping. And I just, I'd love to know where he sort of got this idea from, but he says... Every area in the world had its own way of playing the game, and the Saudis were a typical Arabian side. <laughs> oh my speed, god! Good technique, great on the ball, but perhaps lacking a bit in the finer points of teamwork. Which, it, <laughs> firstly, I've never heard of like Arabian team. Yeah, it's <laughs> a funny turn of phrase. Your classic Arabian <laughs> side. <laughs> but also, this kind of fatal flaw of lacking in teamwork. That's those Arabians for you. Yeah. yeah. Ah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it it definitely has that 
edge to it, this book. Like, I mean, you're saying he doesn't put the boot into anyone. He doesn't, but there's a kind of like a, a, a sort of a thin veneer of aggression the whole way through that I can't yeah. quite like shake. Like mm-hmm. he just just like pointlessly mentioning things where you're like <laughs> like again the needless the needless to say I had the last laugh and that kind of thing. There's a bit where he like says, Oh, you know, Alan Sugar didn't want to, and we'll talk more about Alan Sugar later, but oh, he was like, Alan Sugar, the type of thing that he would have done, it would have caused a lynch mob in the boardroom. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't think it would have caused a lynch mob in the boardroom. And also, why are you saying lynch mob? Yeah. Teddy, it's a football book. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out. There's also a thing that happens, and I'm sure this happens in all football books, so I just find it quite funny now, is he'll sort of mention people by name who obviously he could. There's no way he could possibly have known what their names at you know that he'd have remembered this, <laughs> and and obviously we all buy into this yeah. illusion. But he's talking about a game away at Georgia. <laughs> he talks about went past their goalkeeper Zoitsi after Murtaz Shalia failed with an <laughs> attempted interception. I just love the idea that he's he's remembered that detail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as he's going past, he's like, I'll check yeah. that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I made sure that I'll, I'll name check that guy. Yes, don't worry. I also um, love and and maybe this was a talking point at the time, but on that theme of kind of picking arguments he's talking about les ferdinand who i kind of feel like les ferdinand was universally popular yeah but he says uh, if you look back at the qualifying campaign ferdinand had several really good moments in various games don't let anybody tell you that he shouldn't have gotten to glenn's final 22 for france yeah <laughs> as if people were, maybe they were and i don't remember that but i don't feel like people would have felt really strongly that les ferdinand should no. have been you know it, fourth choice striker for france 98 it wasn't like walcott in 2006 it no was like, i don't think yeah. so <laughs> it was, yeah, a very established premier league striker getting <laughs> but off the back of a bad season to be fair in 97 98 he was, sure didn't score for ages yeah but, but he was, like, and he was yeah. also sharing as replacement right he was, yeah. Yeah. was yeah. yeah which, which sharing does have a bit of an axe ground about that because yes. he's told that they wouldn't spend that much money on a striker of his age and then Sure enough, Jerry Francis actually the manager at the time gets quite a hard time from um, (laughs) from from Teddy in this book. Jerry Francis is described in the funniest way I've ever heard someone describe (laughs) manager in these books. He says like, uh, how do you describe? He says something like he can't stop whinging about everything that's going on in his life. It's like. Just like, like he kept like, bringing his problems to us, which <laughs> yeah, I that was, yeah. Like he's like, oh, "How are you? God. How are you, Jerry? Oh God, yeah. well, yeah. oh, you see the bed bills. Cat's been ill the last week. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Do you know what though? I can sort. I've interviewed Jerry Francis before, and he's a lovely man, but he, I think, he feels a bit underappreciated and under yeah, valued right. for what he's done in the game. So I can sort of imagine it. Imagine that coming through to his players. And I think he had a bit of an uneasy relationship with Sugar, which uh, Sheringham picks up on. I, I'm going to give a really weird uh, compliment to Jerry Francis. I watched um, some oh, betting company video. Uh, it was about Tottenham, I think, supporting Man City in the, mm. um, the run-in uh, when, when Arsenal almost won the league. And yes, Jerry yes, Francis... Yes. Was a terrific actor. <laughs> like, of all the actors <laughs> I've seen in these things, Jerry Francis was very, very, very good. And I think actually Teddy and Darren Anderson were both in the same video, actually, from memory. Right. But Jerry Francis really stood head and shoulders acting wise above them. So he has. <laughs> he's appreciated like he's got, here. I f- yeah, I feel like he's got some link to that world. Um, like in the 70s, he was, so, he was, I think, hanging out with all film stars and things like this. He lived this very really? glamorous. Yeah, he lived this very glamorous life. He was considered like a real pretty boy, oh. which I know to, you know, fans of my generation are only known for the kind of the receding mullet. mullet look. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, no, he was a proper 
Yeah, ladies' man, I think, back in the day. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's fascinating. There we go. He sort, he sort of looks like... Um, do you remember the Steve Coogan film about uh, Philip Green? Oh yeah, um, he sort of looks like Steve Coogan greed. doing greed. Philip Is it called yeah. greed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's sort of how. That's whenever I think of Joey France, I sort of see that. That's a weird film. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. anyway, <laughs> a strange film. <laughs> um, Charlie, I wanted to ask you. I, did you find this book as interesting as I did? Well. <laughs> briefly um for uh the uh, within the context of the harry kane transfer saga how similar sharingham situation is to canes throughout it mm, that's an interesting parallel yeah i mean I, I'd, I'd say spurs now compared to then are in a much better place i mean like they back then you do get the sense that they really are going nowhere for and sure was, I, re- I remember that at the time it was like yeah a, yeah same they, they were real kind of mid-table outfit who kind mm-hmm. of plodded along i think more you know more so than certainly more so than now but yeah that is a good you know i can definitely see those parallels and i think some people hope that kane will come back and do a sharing him you yeah know, he might go away mm-hmm. can win everything elsewhere and then come back and you know but, repair but that relationship it's true but sharing even himself says similar things to um because we read jindler's book the other week mm. with rush and i think jindler also said some some of the same things how you know, Sheringham's always saying Spurs are a sleeping giant. Uh, and if they were just to pump a bit more money in or build the team or fulfill the promises that I was given for a long time, mm. then really Spurs, then I wouldn't have needed to move on because I don't want, I didn't want to move on from the club. I think he says quite a few times, but he's like, it, especially after Ardiles is backed with 50 strikers uh, <laughs> and, no, and no defenders. And then Ardiles gets sacked and, and then Klinsman leaves and Dumitrescu yeah. and Popescu leave and stuff. I think he gets a bit. Uh, it, it, that, then it becomes very yeah yeah. yeah there definitely are parallels. Um, yeah, that feeling that they, I guess as well, because Spurs, the feeling is they didn't capitalize when they had Pochettino, and you know, mm-hmm. felt like they were really onto something. Though I get they got further, I guess, on that journey. Like Spurs, this iteration of Spurs, the kind of sugar years, mm-hmm. never, never really even got to that point where they were mm-hmm. nearly winning things. Yes, yeah, for sure, they were just kind of so enmeshed in mediocrity. Yeah. Uh, and actually, sharing them left during the period when we won the only trophy in the nineties, right? Like, oh, apart from he, the yeah, FA Cup he, in the beginning, of the effort. Yeah, he FA missed. Cup. He missed. Um, yeah, I suppose bookend. He missed both trophies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, trophies, yeah, and he missed them both. I mean, to be honest, he did win a treble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that in the if he had Cup, to choose but, between yeah. the Worthington <laughs> Cup in nineteen ninety nine or the yeah. treble. Maybe uh, he would go with the trouble. Yeah, because uh, that was a funny thing, wasn't it? After he left, Spurs won a trophy before he did. Yes. Because the, yeah. obviously the Worthington Cup come, is the first trophy oh, of that yeah, season. Oh, yeah, of course. Neither won anything in his first season away. Yeah. So I, I seem to remember that was a bit of, you know, another stick to beat him with until he had the last laugh. <laughs> very but, yeah. briefly. Very, <laughs> very briefly. And then they had to change stick. that chant. <laughs> yeah. and, they, and, they, and they changed it well. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, I found it really weird as not a Spurs fan. Yeah, I found it really weird because I thought it was going to be a lot of like, I didn't, I didn't want to leave, and it was a wrench to leave, and oh my god, and you know, I went to Man United, and I know this book is written when he's at Man United, but even when he's at other clubs or when he's at um, Spurs, there does seem to be a thing of it where it's like, when we were at Man United, oh my god, what a place it is to play mm. at Man United. Oh, I loved playing at Man United. I can't believe that I would be playing there someday. But when he talks about Spurs, he's like, yeah, it's fine playing at Spurs. I don't really mind that. <laughs> it, well, I, and I'm, I was, because I associate him so strongly with Spurs, obviously. Uh, it felt very like, uh, as a Spurs fan, I imagine reading it, you'd be a bit like, what about, what about us though, man? What about, what about our good times together? No? I, well, I, I don't know. What do you think, Charlie, on that? I, I know how I feel. But I'm, uh... Well, he, he, 
I think he tries to give the impression that, you know, he he loved them and he did all yeah. he could, mm. but it was just too, you know, he wanted to stay. I think he, he kind of reiterates that. I mean, the, the, those supposed contract negotiations are quite weird where he wants five years, then he's offered four, but then because he doesn't respond quickly enough, Lord Sugar supposedly brings that down to three. Yeah. <laughs> then he's sort of like, are you serious? And Sugar's like, well, hmm, what if I were to offer you four again? And they kind <laughs> he's of like, just... well, I'm, you're not. And he's like, well, yeah, okay, well, I you? won't. And then, it, yeah, and then he calls him up again and he's like, but, but would you like four? <laughs> <laughs> would you? Yeah, like immediately it, after he puts the phone down, right? Look, I, I, don't, I don't doubt that Spurs were a mess uh, at the time and that Sugar, Sugar was was going crazy and it was all nonsense but like i i was still surprised like the amount of fawning over manchester united and every single every single iteration of manchester united like in the yeah. 80s when they're not particularly good yeah because he like, said doesn't yeah when he's talking about millwall he's like that was my first time i played against the yeah. great manchester the great united. manchester united. they were he, not good in the yeah. late 80s he, he is employed like, by united at the time though i know but i still find it a bit i i mean i i know that you know you could only know he 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 wasn't to know that he was going to move in two years time and all the rest of it and that he yeah. would only be he'll be more closely associated with spurs but it does still feel odd to be so like oh my In my team united, united. Yeah. even uh, even before he moves there if that makes sense i, yeah. I think he's all over spurs and i think he loves them i think he's always saying in it like they're my mm. they're, I'm, i was the be- best day of my life when i signed spurs. actually actually i so i think he's very complimentary no. spurs however on, i think a, this there's... one sentence um sums up kind of both our feelings jack in in, in yeah. one line he said something like by 4 p.m. I've got this written down. By 4 p.m. I had signed my life over to Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. It was the happiest day in my professional life to date. <laughs> no, to, just... d- to date. Well, to date, sure. crucially. It's, it's the first half of it just doesn't sound happy in the sun. It sounds like <laughs> <laughs> a life of hostage. servitude. Yeah. I've never heard anyone say I've signed my life over to the club. <laughs> but, yeah, he, <laughs> in a he does also way. say, yeah, yeah. When I signed for Tottenham Hotspur in 1992, it was a fulfillment of a dream, albeit a romantic one. They were my team, the team in which my heroes have played. It was boys' own stuff. Uh, not boy's own, sorry, yeah. boy's yeah. own yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the it's like Ronan story... Keating and Stephen Gately. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all to go tragically wrong. Yeah. Uh, oh the classic story of the kid who grew up in the other side of the footballing tracks coming to play for the club that he had idolised as a youngster. Manchester United were different. They were a club <laughs> that occupied a unique place in the universal community of football. It just, it feels like he's kind of going like, like... Yeah, Spurs are good, and like I, I suppose I like Spurs because I grew up with them. But Man United, oh my god! It, I don't know. I'm surprised. I'm still surprised by it. Importantly, Jack, um, Jack and Charlie, just um, so you know, Jack is an Arsenal fan. Uh, Teddy, <laughs> Teddy does uh, really go out of his way to say Spurs are still. He thinks by far the biggest team in London. Yeah, uh, the, gla- the, gl- yeah. the glamour club. The glamour club. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That still, it still feels like a lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there are some good second mentions with us as well. He talks about the boys from Highbury. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's a, inverted commas gooners, which I quite enjoyed as well. There was, there was a bit when he said, like, I think if Arsenal had, if Spurs had all the success Arsenal had, there would be a bigger club. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, that's. <laughs> That's sort of how this works, Teddy. <laughs> You're saying if one club was more successful than the other, they would be more successful than the other. Yes. Yeah. Um, Charlie, did you enjoy uh, Ozzy Ardiles and uh, mm. <laughs> Teddy's experiences playing under him? Was uh, that, I, I think my favourite bit of the book. Just the insight a- into them being part of the famous five. Uh, yeah, that. I mean, that is just a great sort of period in... Uh, in Tottenham's history, yeah, and yeah, he he does he does bring it to life <laughs> quite well. How 
how utterly mad that was. I mean, and who knows how much license has been taken where he yeah, he talks about um the kind of the, the, our dealers would just be like, it's fine, you'll work it out. Yeah, exactly. You're you're all smart <laughs> players, funny. you'll figure it out. It's like doesn't sharing say something like, but there's five of us up front. And he goes like, Yeah, and five defenders. <laughs> and goes, yeah, uh, five and five. That's how this works. This yeah. is what we'll do. There's also an amazing um casual xenophobia or maybe not even that casual in relation to Ardiles <laughs> where he talks about Venables was replaced by Ozzy Ardiles a rare man who transcended the anti- the antipathy still harboured by some English people for Argentinians in the years after the Falklands War That's so I, funny I love there oh. how he's sort of putting that onto other people like not me you understand yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah a rare man who i mean that that's quite a claim that i mean oh, no, and maybe he, that's true in the mid 90s yeah there i can't weren't think of any other famous argentinians yeah he's I mean, such Falcons a nice guy old yeah, he true. gets over the fact that he's an argentinian yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you can basically forget he's argentinian it's amazing and, he, and one of the famous five is german so yeah very uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's really yeah. he's that rare a rare man <laughs> I, I feel like this book is very dull, and it, but very occasionally it will flirt with an, an interesting fact that it will kind of like be like, oh, this is sl- this could be a good moment, and then just veer straight back into talking about like losing <laughs> oh. to Luton. Yeah, it's it's the, it's the most classic book for that, I would say. Like the, the Nicola stuff is a good. He talks about his, you know, he has a long term relationship with yeah. uh, with with Nicola, who like go, they go up and down. There's a bit mm-hmm. when they're in England when they like break up just before yeah. a really important like moment the, before the euros before yeah. the euro yeah. like or, it before, i think it might be before the world cup when he has his portuguese like his portuguese folly as he refers to it like all of that stuff oh that's right sorry yeah, it's before yeah, the yeah, yeah. World cup. Yeah. Yeah. it's so but it's so but he never really talks about it, it just sort of mm. like will tangentially say like oh well i was going through a difficult period with nicola at the time anyway or be yeah. like we would have well the the lads <laughs> night that morocco get that yeah. morocco friendly was on the horizon <laughs> yeah. so that's prepared no, so that. i'm now going to explain in detail this friendly match between england and <laughs> morocco for two pages I, I mean some of that lads trip stuff was quite funny as well i mean yeah g- g- there's the th- a really, he has a really funny phrase and he does this quite often where i'll say like uh you know i didn't do that far from it in fact well it's kind of like you sort of either did or you didn't and he yeah. talks about cigarettes and he's like oh my I, god I would never i would never smoke a cigarette i'm actually quite against smoking <laughs> <or something like that. laughs> I, I, i'm gonna come to that later because i think it is the one of the worst excuses I've ever read. <laughs> it's it's, it's anything. amazing. It's um, yeah, unbe- unbelievable that bit. But yeah, I don't. I, I don't think Jack. Uh, and this is a reference you will not get, Charlie. I don't think we've had a book this formulaic, just listing off fixtures, uh, quite as bad since Gary Monk's uh, Loud, Proud, and Positive. I I think that's absolutely right. I was going to say it's it's a loud, proud, and positive situation. This yeah, one. Yeah. I think it's very much like it, he's just going. And, and what's weird is that whereas Gary Monk's book it was like not what else are you going to write about because you're gary monk because that's unfair but 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 teddy has had like an incredible career he's yeah. won the treble he's, and he's already so been playing for like football. three or three days he's like he's almost he's 33 or so already by yeah. the time this book comes out maybe this roughly. book yeah. should be filled with great stories that are not just him like going through fixture by fixture <laughs> losing or win- it's it's infuriating he's probably the most successful person we've ever had who has written the most boring book? I would uh, yeah, I, I do think if we if we weren't reading this book twenty four years on, and it's funny because of the sort of you know some of those politically incorrect gaffes, yeah. it yeah. would have been extremely bland to read this contemporaneously. And 
I I worry that well not worry. I think that we've all become so <laughs> I worry I fear, a lot I, about no, this. I, I fear I for do, Teddy. I fear for Teddy. I fear, I fear for Teddy, obviously. I fear that I've become jaded with the concept of the show. And so I no longer see the gaps as 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 like keen I shouldn't I should see the gaps more keenly because I was reading this being like, Oh, this is boring. But you yeah. spotted all the great, hilarious things that he's done and I'm just sort of like, Well, we gotta get through it. We gotta get through it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did think that I was like, this is very enjoyable, but I wouldn't want to read tons more of this kind of autobiography. I yeah. I think we 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 haven't had one like this for quite a while. It is it is dry, 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 well, and and just with a veneer of like bitterness throughout. I would say. Good news, uh, we're only four into the new series, so that's it. I'll <laughs> <laughs> say. <laughs> only a few in, only a few in. Um, uh, guys, I'm gonna move us on. Has anyone got an out of context Teddy Sheringham for us, oh, please? A line that they particularly enjoyed in the book. Um, it was a goal that my mum could have scored, to be honest. And my mum, for all her brilliance as a mother, is no international striker. <laughs> Unbelievable. That that was all yeah. her brilliance as a mother. <laughs> Very um, always kind of predicting that uh, Harry Redknapp uh, interview thing about yeah. Darren Bent. About yes, Darren Bent, yeah, yeah. Really foreshadowing later. that. Yeah. Except I think there's like what I quite like about this one, not to go too far into or out of context, not to give too much context to it. I quite like the way he's immediately backtracking, like, oh no, but she's a great mum. Don't get me wrong. She's a she's a class mum. Ten out of ten mum. For an Argentinian, she's great. <laughs> 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 um charlie do you have a uh do you have an out of context I, I feel like i've read out most of my favorite ones but this is just so stupid the, this is that cigarette yeah uh, kind of incident i think i was trying to put the cigarette in her ear silly childish pointless oh. even worse dangerous <laughs> i plead guilty to all four <laughs> but at no <laughs> But at no point did I even did I even try to light the cigarette. I've always been a non-smoker. I'm dead against the habit, actually, and I was hardly likely to start smoking now. Oh my god! <laughs> this is, and just shortly after, because like this, this is so the kind of phrasing he uses again and again. He says, "The people who were quoted in the paper as saying that I was stumbling about the place and knocking over tables were, I'm sorry to say, very much mistaken." And that's being polite. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. There's a there's a thin veneer of like I could tell you stories. Yeah, I could tell you if you I, yeah, exactly if, if In, you let me, I would tell you stories that would make your hair yeah. turn grey. <laughs> but I won't because I'm a gentleman. <laughs> there's another one just like that, and again, it's similar to that dozens thing where it's fairly on stage, like, and that's the understatement of the decade. Yeah, it's <laughs> not like not the biggest understatement ever not yeah. of the century it's, it's as if he has genuinely thought about how, where would i rank this in the pantheon of understatements <laughs> yeah. i reckon that 20 years is too much yeah. it's not, that that would be hyperbolic <laughs> teddy Sheringham's top 10 understatements <laughs> of the decade right. there's also a bit that's, that's similar to that um where oh yeah where he's like he says like oh the difference between Millwall and Manchester United uh is that uh, the the atmosphere when you come out to the stadium is uh, it's pretty similar except that Man United's bigger by a factor of I would say about a hundred <laughs> <laughs> like, a weird oh, way man. of saying it yeah he really so weird he's such a weird guy um I've got my out of context which is uh, simply I make no apologies for being an unreserved Stuart Pierce fan there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is my one. And uh, let me tell you, I, I closed the book as soon as I, I read this. I was like, <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, like, if we're, we're going to be a, an apologist for Stuart Pierce, <laughs> I know that I found that again, like the Les Ferdinand thing, I found that quite a funny straw man. Like, who yeah. are all these people yeah. hating Stuart Pierce? Especially <laughs> yeah. in 99. I yeah, feel like his yeah. popularity Adored. would have been sky high. Definitely. It's so funny. Some, some people, and he, talks, he says, like, some 
some people, which is interesting, actually, he talks about like celebration policing. He says like mm. some people, had, you know, didn't like Stuart Pearce celebrating that penalty. I don't remember that at all. I remember everyone absolutely loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Very and odd. also, like, like why, why focus on those people? It's so weird. That, that <laughs> yeah, is true. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. just why bring them up? It's your book, and you're like, I'm going to focus on the people who got annoyed at Stuart Pearce for celebrating too much. <laughs> He's imagined Stuart <laughs> Pearce haters. He's dedicated it to them at the beginning of the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, time for a break, but we'll have more of Teddy afterwards as we talk Teddy's inspirations and World Cup '98 scandal. Hello, James here, and we at Football Book Club want you, that's right, you, to join something special, something exclusive. We want you to join the Football Book Club Club. The Football Book Club Club is the home of even more Football Book Club action, and now it's cheaper than ever to become a full member at just £3.50 a month. There's three tiers. By signing up to our Bookworm tier, you get an exclusive members-only episode of Football Book Club every fortnight, filling the gap between regular episodes with more book club fun and, frankly, a frighteningly deeper analysis of whatever book we're reading the episode. Plus, you get access to all the bonus episodes recorded so far. There's over 20 of them on there. Well, 20. And, most excitingly, you'll get your hands on a special edition Money Can't Buy bookmark you can put inside your personal copy of Darren Huckabee's Hucks. All that for just £3.50 a month. For context, that's a tenth of the cost of a cameo message from Ian Dowie. And a cameo is, what, 30 seconds? For that price, you get 10 episodes. That's three and a half hours of content. I dread to think what you have to pay to get three and a half hours of content from Ian Dowie. You'd have to remortgage your house. But I digress. And if that's still not right for you, if you really love the show, you can join the Super Bookworm tier. And if you like the show but don't want to pay that much, you can support the show for just £1 a month on the Casual Reader tier. You won't get the bonus episodes, but yes, you will get that bookmark. Head to patreon.com forward slash football book club for more details. So if you enjoy the show, please consider joining up. It really does help us to keep making the show because books don't grow on trees. They are trees, kind of. And trees are expensive. But the Football Book Club Club isn't. So join today at patreon.com forward slash football book club or by following the link in the episode notes. See you back at the clubhouse. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. 
Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everyone. I'm Adam Hurry, and welcome to the new home of the Football Clichés podcast. It's a truly unique show about the language of football and all the tiny things we take for granted about it. You might not think you care about what makes a stadium a cauldron, how many words commentators have to describe pace, or which players can be called a Rolls-Royce, but trust us, you will care. We'll be diving deep into football's absurd little patterns twice a week. The adjudication panel will run the rule over the latest crimes against football language, we'll select yet another niche 11, and star guests will be dropping in to choose their obscure footballing loves and hates for Mesut Harlan Dicks. Plus, there's the mighty Football Clichés quiz title up for grabs, the greatest football quiz in existence. Subscribe now so our first episode downloads automatically on Tuesday the 17th of October. Whisper it quietly, but the Football Clichés podcast is back. Welcome back to Football Book Club, where we are still reading Teddy Sheringham's Teddy with Charlie Eccleshare. Yay! Still enjoying it, Charlie? Not the podcast, Very the book. So, yeah. The book. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. more the question, Both. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, Jack, I believe uh, you had a little topic you want to bring up. Yeah, I, I think... I, I mean, I find this book very hard to read. I'm currently, um, uh, I'm currently looking after my looking after. I'm currently raising my seven-week-old <laughs> child. Uh, very she's waking up. Yeah. She's she's currently uh, waking up all through the night, and like we have to stay up to two or three in the morning. And I am often like, oh, while I'm looking after her, I'll try and read this. I have fallen asleep legitimately within five minutes of reading this book every single time i've opened this book the past like <laughs> two weeks and i it, it's been a real struggle to get through because it's been it's so dry and so tedious but i do find one aspect of and i think it's similar to what you found charlie with the sort of like the the exaggerating uh like the you know the factor of a hundred thing or like the understatement of the decade it's he, he talks about quite a lot of the time moments where he feels really down or really like i couldn't get through it. i didn't know what to do but then i received an inspirational speech from a, a, an unexpected source and for, to a man all of these speeches are um from like previous like pundits or they are like from coaches <laughs> and every single one of them is basically just you're right teddy <laughs> how's it going and teddy's like not well and they go well you should keep at it and he's like <laughs> I took that to heart that day. <laughs> it's but, so but, it's so weird. But maybe that's an insight into you know what football was like back then. Because I think he says something like when he he says uh you know when I got my first England cap or something I was made up, but I couldn't yes, show it. I couldn't or show all it. The lads would have killed me or something. Oh yeah, it's so. I do. It reminds me a bit of there's a thing on Twitter. There's a tweet stuck with me because I worry I've internalized it. Where it's like people who uh, boys in particular 
uh, or, or, or men who have uh, made it part of their identity, a compliment they got offhandedly from someone <laughs> 10 years ago, and oh, yeah. based their entire personality around that <laughs> yeah, compliment. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very much something where I'm like, oh God, what if that happened with me in comedy? Um, <laughs> but like, I do think point. there's a... Sub- there's a similar thing with that where he's like, mm. I can't show anyone about, I can't show anyone that I'm excited or happy or any point. And mm-hmm. that also conversations that, that there's a bit, it's basically Martin Tyler. That's the one I find really weird. In, oh yeah. In, yeah. In like the run up to the 99, um, treble winning thing, he's injured and he's like, Oh gosh, I, I don't think I'm, you know, I'm not going to get back into the team. And then I had a conversation with Martin Tyler and Martin Tyler literally says, I, I, you'll probably be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep playing football, and he and, and, and Tyler says something like, like, "It's a long season, Teddy. You know, you're, I'm sure, I'm sure, <laughs> like, I'm sure you'll get some. Game everyone will get a go. Everyone will yeah. get a go. <laughs> like, like Teddy, you've you've been in football for so long. You've been a footballer for 32 years. Has no one ever just said like, ah, you'll be all right? Like, what, what, what's quite sweet as well is he obviously is really touched by the fact that Alan Shearer is an advocate of his. Yes. And yes. so he quite often refers to the fact that like, even if Alan wouldn't say it, everyone sort of knew that he found me his best strike partner Definitely. and stuff. Yeah. And, and that he picks up on like interviews. Like he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's internalized an interview where like, he says like Michael Owen's got a lot of pace, but yeah. Teddy Sheringham can see what's going, where, where everything's going as if like, and it's like, Oh, have you really taken that to heart? And it's nice <laughs> that he's taken it to heart, but also like, Oh buddy. Mm. buddy are you are you so starved of affection mm-hmm. that that's what's happened here it happens again like when he's playing i think when he's playing for millwall okay basically he says he literally says like i was seriously began to doubt that i would make it in football my savior was roger cross the millwall youth team manager um who told me um like i said to him one day i didn't know where i was going people were playing me offside and i wasn't getting involved in games he said not to worry i was doing all right <laughs> <laughs> That's his saviour! His saviour says, not to worry, you're doing all right. That changed his life. But Jack, uh, you haven't mentioned the other person at Millwall. Oh my god, uh, no, who, I'm, ge- I'm goes, getting to him. Okay, okay, okay. Who goes Steve totally, Harrison. Who'd go, yeah, who goes totally the other way around of doing it. Like, he, like if anything, is too enthusiastic about Teddy. <laughs> Intensely Steve, enthusiastic. Steve Harrison is incredible. But then I also, yeah, I like, I... So, Brees Riach, at the towards the end of... Um, Teddy's time at Millwall, Bruce Rioch and and Steve Harrison come into the to the team to manager. And Steve Harrison is one of the weirdest people we've ever had in any of these books. Um and he says <laughs> he has like a he says, I've got a mantra. I've got a mantra for you, Teddy. And I'm gonna I'm I might just have to read the entire mantra because I find it so oh, yeah. so strange. It's page 102, um, just in case. I page 102, yeah, here yeah. we go. He says, um, he coached me using a very subtle technique. <laughs> that didn't fall far short of brainwashing i'd be sitting in the dressing room before a game and he would get alongside me muttering (laughs) urging cajoling drilling his words quietly but insistently repetitively (laughs) to my ear and i was was like okay this is going to be some great advice it'll be some like really clever like technique or moving and it's it's yeah, come on! I want another goal from you. And once you got one, I want two. Come on! Don't let it slip now. I want you buzzing. Get up for it. There's another couple of goals here for you. Look at the heights you can reach. I want you back in there. Come on! Give me another goal. It's, it's a bit sexy. It's a bit it sexy, is a bit isn't sexy. it? It's a bit sexy. I'm gonna get like... right in your ear and yeah, say, yeah. "I want you to we'll score goals." On, I want another one. I want another one. Another one another... <laughs> yeah. But like, it's not. It's he's not giving any insight into how a striker should should perform. Steve Harrison is basically just saying. 
Could, Score more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you mind scoring some goals? <laughs> I, I was, it got to the point where I could hardly hear what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just closed my eyes and I was just hearing <laughs> why, why did it get to that point? How did it get to that point? But I knew without having to listen. <laughs> what was he doing to like, the other 10 people in the changing room? Were they just like, <laughs> you know, the assistant manager, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When we got so one weird. game over, he would be on at me again immediately for the next one. It was incessant, but it it's, was great. It is so weird. It is very intense, and like he's being harassed. It is. I mean, <laughs> I do like the idea of imagining like just yeah, the defenders next to him being like, "What is Steve doing? <laughs> yeah, why, yeah. why is Steve so into this?" I mean, the I'm, next page as well is there's just so much great sort of football chat. He talks. I mean. The wording here, he's talking about Newcastle, he says they love their soccer on the banks of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really is a hotbed of the game up there. Oh, such a hotbed of the game. Of soccer. I oh, can fully soccer. understand. I can fully understand why players who've worn the famous black and white stripes always retain a soft spot for the club. You get the same sort of buzz when you put on that magic red shirt at Manchester Not United. Spurs, though. Yeah, Doesn't there's another United. Spurs. We don't wear a red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> could be that magic or otherwise yeah. probably yeah. is that um i mean steve steve's also a weird guy because he <laughs> he says that like so bruce was like the hard man and steve was like the joker and steve's jokes were they would go to team hotels and he would load up his, his, his tray <laughs> with food at the oh, yeah. at the canteen yeah and then he would he'd be walking out and then he would trip over and his meal would go everywhere. And the hotel staff would like lift him up and be like, Are you all right? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And he would do this at every hotel they would go to. And also as if it's a great prank. <laughs> and Teddy and Teddy, without fail, every time loses his shit at that also, <laughs> prank. He love he finds it so funny when people fall over. He does it quite a lot in the book. He says Steve would launch a stage wink in our direction after he'd fallen <laughs> over. As if to say, got him again, lads. How are you getting him? You're just falling over. Have I have I imagined he does that at a cinema as well, somewhere with popcorn? No. Is that somewhere else? Is that someone else? No, that's book? someone else. That's actually I think that's is that Gaza. I think that's yeah, Gaza that's in Gaza. another book. Yeah. Oh, it's another book. Yeah. He does, he does exactly Ro- I think it might be Rob Lee in Gaza's book. But there's it's also yeah, yeah. there's another bit where he's saying they're doing like a they're doing a, a a team run, and he says Steve suddenly fell over and started rolling down the hill. He thought he'd have to stop rolling in a minute, but no, he just kept on tumbling, finally dribbling into the lake. We fell about. At what and we point never saw would him they again. be like, "Yeah, we should just be like, oh, it's not a bit. He just, he's just, he's really injured. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I we should get Steve Harrison's autobiography next. That's what we should do." I've never heard non-stop of Steve Harrison. Pranks. Yeah, non stop. My life in pranking. It'll be 50% pranks and 50% just go on, read another page. I know you can do it. Good. Just read another page. A little, oh, yeah. I don't wanna, once you've read one page, I want you to read another page. In the end, I had to stop reading. <laughs> I knew what was going to be said without even reading. <laughs> I want to talk about England. We've mentioned them mm. a little bit. We've mentioned how Teddy is a, is a proud patriot. Quite a lot on the burka. He cries at the national anthem. <clears throat> I don't think we mentioned that. Mm. He says he had to Weird. stop singing it because he was every time he was crying too much, which I don't remember ever seeing. Not to like hold him up on that, but I don't remember ever really seeing an England player crying at the national anthem. So I, I also like the idea that if I sang it, I'd start crying it is a very odd thing. 
right like, wouldn't would wouldn't sing it stop you from crying i don't know it just it doesn't quite like match up for me he's, i've never seen an england player singing and crying at the same time i imagine he's like that north korean guy in a uh, 2008 no 2010 10, 10 2010 just sobbing, yeah, yeah yeah very much so <laughs> that. I, mean, I have to say the the england stuff i was right to be skeptical about how interesting the Euro 96 stuff would be because I've heard it so many times. Yeah. yeah. But what was more interesting was the 98 World Cup because he was so peripheral. And yes. obviously you don't, you, you kind of forget about him even being there because yeah. the World Cup was all about Michael Owen. And, and it is funny, just on the sort of axis to grind, he clearly hates the fact that Owen's taken I, his place. And there's this constant begrudging yeah. sort of... I, I am know, so glad you mentioned that. I think there is so much thinly veiled hatred of Michael Owen. <laughs> oh. It's it's absolutely incredible. It's um, like, so funny. He comes like like you say when you mentioned Alan Shearer earlier, um, Charlie, with uh, how it's like. Oh, Alan Shearer always says um, he'd rather play with me. That kind of thing. He always he describes um, Owen as good, but you know he's one to watch. But you know he's not me. He's not me. He's one to yeah. watch. Like it may, maybe you'll get there at some point. No excuse. No no um, substitute for experience. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Message. Exactly. I I I just um I I know obviously in the well should we should we get to um the cigarettes that we were talking about yes. earlier? That's probably yeah. worthwhile bringing up there. It was uh page two hundred forty eight. So obviously at this point. Yeah, what's that? Oh, Portuguese Follies, that chapter yeah. is. Yes. He loves saying Follies, by the way, can yeah, I say? He Ozzy also has a lot of Follies. He um mm. he says, uh, so obviously Owen is like the up-and-coming uh, you know, new hope for England. At that point, he's kind of on the edge of the team. He's been taken <laughs> to the training camp. But currently, Teddy's, you know, his position's okay in the England in the England starting lineup. Uh, and <laughs> then they have, they have the summer before. They basically said, like, don't get into trouble because everyone's going to be watching you. Just don't get into trouble. So what does Teddy do? Immediately gets into trouble. <laughs> like, by going... I, yeah, by going to a golf yeah. holiday with the lads in Portugal. Yeah, and getting smashed in Portugal. There's, yeah. a, there's a hilarious bit as well with that where he, he gets really sort of preoccupied with the timings of it. Oh he makes God, the point yeah. that we may have been out at 2am, but actually we'd woken up at midday. <laughs> so our bo- he's basically saying that 2am is very deceptive because when you wake up that late, you know, everything was late and we weren't golfing till later, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And he has this amazing phrase where he says, we would have been up for the same amount of time if we'd gone to bed at 11 o'clock on the Monday night, played golf during the day, then eating and done our modest bit of clumbing in the evening. <laughs> modest <laughs> Modest clumbing. bit of clumbing. It's just an amazing way of describing going, did you go out last night? I mean, a modest bit yeah, of clubbing, yeah. but you know, nothing. Modest <laughs> uh, session yeah. at Tiger Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Humble <laughs> bit of clubbing. Yeah, yeah. Certainly. A dash of clubbing. I, I also, like, as an argument to be like, oh, sure, I was up at 6.30, but, like, I'd woken late. is not yeah, a exactly. good yeah. argument, especially if you're going to play a World Cup in, like, yeah. a week's time. So that's not... The sun aren't going to be like, oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> guys. Oh, he was up at 6.30 in the morning, <laughs> yeah. but he only woke up at 12, so it's fine. But the thing that gets him in trouble is this cigarette photo, like you said. So he... And, like, I think this book is written for one reason, because, like we said earlier, Alan Sugar didn't want Teddy to talk about what really happened at Spurs and stuff like that. And so he, so Teddy was like, well, I'm going to write this book. And the second reason is pretty much just to like put this story to bed. Set the record, set, yeah, set the record straight. straight. Um, with the most made up nonsensical <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Absolute so lie. When the incriminating photo was taken, I was talking to a girl in the nightclub. I had already posed willingly for lots of pictures with holidaymakers in the karaoke bar. And there were any number of witnesses who could confirm that at that time I was even, I was not even close to being drunk. The girl I was chatting to had a cigarette in her hand and was about to light it. So the photo is of him smoking, they think, right? The mm. girl I was chatting to had a cigarette in her hand and was about to light it. 
Her friend said she would like a shot of us. So I said, okay, give me a fag then <laughs> and stuck it unlit into my mouth to pose for the picture. <laughs> like, just nonsense. Yeah, it what? Sense. Oh, well, if you've got a cigarette, yeah. I must have a cigarette. Yeah. Otherwise, the photo won't be symmetrical. <laughs> I, I must have a cigarette in my photo. <laughs> <laughs> This will be a great photo. The, the reason it's funny is because I shouldn't be holding a cigarette, but I will be holding a cigarette. Uh, That's uh, why it's funny. And then you've got, um, and then you've got all the things that Charlie mentioned. So you know, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm, a, I'm against smoking. I don't do it. Um, I, I was, and I was hardly likely to start smoking now. I was acting like a kid, but I was playing it strictly for laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> I did have a few glasses of beer, but not that many. A glass of beer. Uh, the people, I know, a glass, <laughs> of, glass of beer. A simple glass of beer. It's <laughs> a Some modest clubbing and a glass of beer. <laughs> and an unlit cigarette. <laughs> what a night. What a night. <laughs> Uh, the people who were quoting the paper saying I was stumbling around the place and knocking over tables were, oh yeah, I'm very sorry to say, very much mistaken. That's being polite. I did see a couple of reporters in the hotel tend to drum up a story, but I wasn't worried as there wasn't much of a story to be had. Nonsense. If that's the excuse he's cooked up like a year later in this revised edition, what was the point? Oh, there's a good, it, yeah. my biggest oh, crime yeah. in the whole sorry affair was, I think, to have been a bit naive. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, oh, come on. Oh, I think I think what what also it suffers from is the fact that it says like the way he structured it is like the photo was there and it looks really bad and I know it looks really bad and my agent was like oh my god it looks really bad what have you done but when I explained it to my agent he was like that makes sense <laughs> and then I explained it to someone else and they said you know what that makes sense and then he does the explanation because that makes his agent look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah I was gonna say look, it made sense to them so if it doesn't make sense to you guys then clearly I, you're stupid <laughs> yeah it, it's been confirmed I, I he, that the story makes sense <laughs> he sort he sort of builds up this idea where he's like guys what you're about to hear is going to be one of the most credible excuses you've ever heard <laughs> two separate people have said it is a very credible excuse <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes out with I I thought the photo would look wrong if I didn't have a cigarette. <laughs> really, really weird. And then of course Owen takes his place. Well, not, not quite. Well, Sh- Sh- Sharon's yeah. kind of on thin ice, isn't he? And then doesn't really yeah. play well in the first couple of games. I, Owen comes in, and then the worst possible the worst thing happens, Owen has a great World Cup. And uh, <laughs> God, it's know, terrible. Yeah, Sheringham's kind of ha- he's, he's like, yeah, I'm delighted for him. He does say that a few times. We're all made up for Michael, I think he says. Gritted teeth. Yeah, hugely gritted. You you, he doesn't. I'm not sure he actually says this, but it's along the lines of you wouldn't find a happier person for him than me. Just yeah, 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 throwaway lines. Yeah. Like I'm just really sure that's not the case. I was happy to but the factor no- of a hundred. <laughs> yeah, but no one and was that's more polite. <laughs> No one was more supportive of his teammates than me. Just sort of like yeah. unarguable oh, claim. There is there is a bit where he again he seems to really focus on and I think this is part of the it's either a character flaw on his part or he has been like hounded by the press to, to, that makes him think that he should like answer back to these people. But there's a bit where he's like they they apparently saw me laughing on the bench when we were down to ten men mm. and tried to make a story out of it. But actually, if you watch um <laughs> if you watch when Alan uh, Shearer scored, I was the first one off the bench celebrating. <laughs> but they didn't mention that. Yeah, because because man celebrates teammate scoring goal is not it's not going to be. And a the reason story. I had a cigarette in my mouth was because Paul Merson had one. 
next to me on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! He also says, like, at the time, he says, like, what kind of thing there? That that story requires no explanation, and I'm not even going to dignify it with a response. But what I will say is that I was telling Stephen Manuel a small joke. Yeah. In this instance, the press were right. I was laughing. Is it a crime oh, to have a laugh? Oh, I was laughing, sure. <laughs> I was having a little joke with my friend Stephen Manaman. <laughs> but I told my agent about it, and he said that is a credible excuse for why you are laughing. Uh, and then after 98, the book kind of comes to an end around that point. I've noticed, though, by the way, we haven't uh, actually talked about the treble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the winning, the winning the It's because... Yeah, I think it's it's such a weirdly structured book. This Agreed. one, because clearly, Agreed. yeah, clearly and I think the added chapters probably doesn't help. No, yeah, with that, it's, yeah. it's a mess. I would say, I like because that, that goes the to the chap- front, right? That it's goes the, to the front, the which chapter. makes yeah. sense because obviously that's what you want to read. But you have to really, and I think this is a problem with T- Teddy's whole like position and his whole identity in this within this book and also within football. This book needs to be written at the end of his career so he could look back and go, okay, this is my story. And I can I can have it defined by the treble, but but it, putting the treble at the top makes no sense mm-hmm. if you the rest of your book is about like so close but so far because yes. there's bits there's bits at the end where he's like who can say if anyone will ever win the treble <laughs> and then like he's just, like a, a sentence later there's Cleveland adds in we did later <laughs> you're like oh god but it, later um, that yeah. year. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 such a it's such a strange disorientating book for. But you, I mean, it is mad to think of this book without that addendum would have ended with the ninety eight World Cup. Yeah, basically, yeah. You know, Portuguese follies would have been the uh... would have been the defining issue. You'd yeah, be like, who is who is reading this book? I guess it I, would have been like yeah. maybe in the previous version it was like, oh, now it, the first my first year at United didn't start off well, but my second one will be good, and then that, and, and that, he and he is right. Well, actually, he's true. wrong because it's well, it's sort oh, of that's true. true. It isn't because he's not really in the team for the first the, half of the season. Yeah, yeah. that's mm. what's weird about this book well. again is that like it starts with the treble, and I was like, okay, so it's going to be you know my success story, but actually the majority of that chapter is him being like, God, I was injured and I hated, yeah, it. hated that and, season, yeah. hated that season. It was yeah. terrible. I, I guess I did score the the winner in the i was the man of the match in the <laughs> fa cup final and i did score the equalizer in the champions league final but otherwise it was a terrible he, year he also makes a pretty outrageous claim he he tries to suggest that the the Solskjaer goal might have been going in oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, like, yeah 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 just sort of casually jo- it's like uh, it, it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't going in i've seen <laughs> that goal many times it was no way it was going i'm actually in. i want to watch it back now because it it feels like it's sort of it's obviously not challenged because obviously who's going to challenge him? It's his own autobiography. But <laughs> well, we could. This is this this is a good way to actually the end the episode. This, this is a better ending than the book has. This is a, a Charlie challenging That's, whether Teddy could have had a brace in the Champions League. I'm going to watch this back now because in my mind, in my mind, it's very much a flick on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I've never seen any suggestion that. Um, the Solskjaer is just just like putting yeah, the yeah, David Nugent it in. Yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> so let me see. No, that is never going in. It's not even going on target. And there's a man on the line, even if it was. I I I have a. I feel like that goal is burned into my brain. And yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That I mean, is... fair play to him. It's a great flick. You know, no, it's great. It's, 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 an it's assist, a great though. assist, yeah. It's, it, but there's something, and he's always like, yeah, you know, I think he might phrase it as, you know, that some suggested it might have been going to like, <laughs> No, they didn't. You're some suggesting suggested that. while saying that Steve P- uh, Stuart Pierce had over-celebrated the, <laughs> <laughs> the penalty. 
Because <laughs> also, like, I would argue, I mean, Ryan Giggs Listen, is I'm not going to hold it against Ollie. Yeah. That, you know, he, he deserved that. I was happier for him than anyone. Yeah. No one was happier for him than yeah. I was. <laughs> Uh, there's also there is one bit of the trouble that really makes me laugh where he describes the football pitch of the of the the new camp as his temporary workspace. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he does something similar to that. He's ahead of his time. He does that as well. He says, um, it, um, is it the green the big yeah. green dance floor? He says when they trot onto that big rectangular dance floor, they are the ones who must follow the right steps. What? He what was, the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> Just say pitch. They're fine. <laughs> Should we start the podcast again? Should we start again yeah, with yeah. the first chapter? Yeah. Um, <laughs> did this book change you, Charlie? Um, look, fundamentally, mm-hmm. sort of, yeah. As a person, um, probably not. Okay. But it, <laughs> How and I dare you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not sure if it changed my perception too much of Teddy Sheringham. Mm. Um, he he kind of was exactly as I would imagine him to be in this book. yeah yeah i agree with that That's i've always thought he's got he's had a bit of an edge to him you know he's not yeah. he's clearly mm-hmm. not someone who's you know nicely nicely mm-hmm. um mm. and uh so it proved in, <laughs> in in this book but i, I enjoy, as i say i enjoyed it and i found it very comical in parts uh, has it made you want to go on and read more football autobiographies am, actually am i right in thinking that i could have totally imagined this but adam uh your football cliches co-host came on and did Andy Gray's book with us. Am I right in thinking he gave you that for Secret Santa? He did. It, amazingly. <laughs> it was a, the, the odds of him getting me were so... Lo- I mean, it, you know, it was a company-wide Secret Santa. Yeah, yeah. Pro- probably would have been 100 people involved in this. And he drew me, and obviously he was absolutely delighted. And he gave me... <laughs> yes, he gave me Gray Matters um, for... <laughs> for Secret Santa. I have skimmed through bits of it. Oh. There, there are... Yeah. It's it's uh there are some bits that kind of foreshadow yes. some of the bad some of the bad things that there are gonna are. happen. Very much. <laughs> yeah, very I much. I would agree with that. We inexplicably have read two Andy Gray autobiographies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what's the other one called? Is there another grey grey areas? No, no grey areas or something? Yeah, that is it, I think. Is it I think it is, is, that that is it Shades of Grey? No, it's not Shades of Grey. Oh, it? it is Shades of Grey. Um, oh, it's it's Shades Shades of Grey. Grey. Which so much wouldn't... to work with. Yeah. Is it Shades of... I can't remember what I it is. I think it is Shades yeah, of Grey. Yeah, I think it is Shades of Grey as well. Yeah, no Grey is would be a good name for it. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad it kind of changed your life a little bit. Uh, mm. And it got... <laughs> I think. Um, uh, score it out of 10, Charlie. It's very difficult. Um... Because it's kind of relative to, you know, is it, am I comparing it to <laughs> fine works of literature? Or, yes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nine. No, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give. I'll give it. I'll give it a six. Okay. He, there's also a bit where he talks just on that at ratings. He says something like, uh, "And the newspapers seem to think I'd done all right, or something." Or they gave me decent ratings for my performances as well, which I thought was quite quaint. Yes. They oh a lot of players talk about their ratings. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Which is weird. And it, I it, yeah. I, I, I remember speaking to Stephen Carr about this and him ooh. saying, like, yeah, we were, you know, that all some of the players were so into it, it actually affected their performances because they just wanted to show off and get good ratings rather than doing the best so thing for weird. the team. Is that a bit like FIFA ratings these days? I was gonna say they, they, yeah, they, yeah, footballers yeah. love doing that on social media now, you know, going like, mm. Oh, I can't believe they gave me seventy for pace or whatever like yeah. that. Yeah, and it's all the Spurs players kind of sharing it around with themselves. It's interesting. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that is a good point. That is a real throwback to that. And actually, and Darren Huckabee in his book, talks about how he went on to write match reviews after he retired. But that was... Yeah, that just was, just for fun. Just for fun. Just something to do. Uh, Jack, uh, your score out of 10? Three. Oh, 
but I'm very tired. Right. And but I, 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 I think, uh, Charlie, I'm thinking you've also had a child recently. Not All right. Recently. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Saying Jack, you shouldn't be so tired. No, <laughs> Charlie I looks do. very fresh. I do empathise with Jack. Mine's my youngest is a year coming up to a year. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. Oh, but, I mean, I, I was gonna yeah, and to you, I was gonna say the idea of reading this <laughs> in that kind of sleep deprived state. Yeah I, yeah, I, yeah. I can see why it was quite soporific. That, I I woke up to her to her crying, and I had the book over my face, and I was like, <laughs> oh, oh no, this. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, Jack, just to remind you, you got to read Theo Walcott's by Tuesday. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to be giving this boring score straight down the middle. Five. I enjoyed it a bit. <laughs> uh, so that's fourteen divided by three. Three point six six. No. Uh, four point six. No. Four point six. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. All right. Good. <laughs> Where does that put it on the, that on the leaderboard? Oh, that puts it uh, 0. 0.09 behind Asamoah Gyan when we had four people reading it. Was... it. It's just above Ashley Cole, this series, and it's way behind our best ever, Darius Purcell, which I think oh, got God, I perfect Darius 10. But, uh, beyond that, Darius Purcell did get a perfect 10, uh, and he deserved it. He did. Um, it's time for a quiz. Um, Charlie, you're good at quizzes, remember, on a Football Clichés quiz. Very I'm good. No strangers to a quiz. You're no stranger okay. to a quiz. Um, Charlie... Uh, so call out your names uh, when I ask the question. So for this quiz, Charlie, you're Teddy Bear, and Jack, you're Danny Bear. Okay? Oh, so okay. call it out when you're ready. Uh, number one, who reinvented coaching in Britain by studying American football and baseball? <gasps> oh, oh, no. Oh, um, uh, Danny Bear. Yeah. Not Danny Bear. Uh, <laughs> Steve McLaren? Steve McLaren is correct. Oh, yeah. Good work. Yeah, he watched some games and they did that. Number two, how old is Teddy when he meets his first northerner? <laughs> 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 oh, uh, Teddy Bear, nineteen. Close, close. Uh, D- Danny Bear, twenty-five. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna give it to Jack. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. And it is oh uh, your friend of mine, Steve Harrison. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. he does say like, "I met this strange thing called a northerner." <laughs> yes, it's like everything he says, he's laughing about for weeks like, yeah. after that. <laughs> Um, all northerners like to fall over into their food <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, question number three that's <laughs> a sad question who was sadder about not making the World Cup 98 squad Ian Walker or Nicky Butt Teddy Bear yep Ian Walker because Nicky Butt sort of saw it coming yes, yes. I remember thinking that was he, he was almost ranking them at that point he was like well obviously Gaz was at the top and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, Walker yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. poor Andy Hinchcliffe only gets a mention in passing in the list yeah. of players who was oh, cut from I've... the 29. For, yeah, I forgot yeah. about Hinchcliffe. Wow. Hinchcliffe, Dublin, a few others. Yeah, um, Phil Neville. Phil Neville, of course. Phil Neville, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. very upset. Because yeah. yeah. apparently yeah. John Gorman told him he'd be in. Oh, he, yeah, we, yeah, he, yeah. We read his autobiography and he didn't. Well, we read his joint well, autobiography with Gary Neville. <laughs> which is... The joint right. autobiography when it comes to the World Cup is one of the funniest things ever because Gary Neville's like yeah. playing against Tunisia, playing against this, <laughs> playing against Argentina, and Phil Neville's like opening a school fate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, question number four: Name any of the things Teddy would like to do after he retires. Oh, uh, Danny Bear. Uh, yeah. He he wants to have Christmas in the Caribbean. Yep. Okay, that's one. And he, and he whoa, wants whoa, to go whoa, ski. Whoa, whoa. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. He wants to go ski. There we go. Time. Uh, can you remember what the third one is? <sighs> Golf? Is it related to golf in some way? Mm, not really, no. 
All, all I remember is that he, he finishes it by saying, and about a hundred other things. Oh, yeah, um, he, does, he does say that. You can get an extra point for that. He does say he, that. And yeah. he, chooses, he chooses the most boring things. And well, he's like, well, yeah, and also about a hundred other things, I guess. The, the, the third thing he references is um, be a better dad to his son. Uh, oh. <laughs> like that. And uh, finally, I'll give you that really tough question. What was the name of Millwall's tea lady? Oh. <laughs> this is hard. He name references her. <laughs> is it a good name it's 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 a classic tea lady name uh, oh, is it sharon uh too many letters i'm afraid it's three letters i think it's at it's close close it's the, well that's three letters jan. <laughs> not that not jan it's it's, uh, it's like a it's an abbreviated name pat Pam. <laughs> <laughs> the answer l begins with l lynn lynn lil is the answer Lil? Lil? Lil. Oh, yeah. yeah, Lil. Lil. L I L. So there we go. No, the, that. the French team. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack, you are the victor uh, for this. Jack, do you want your Ken Zong? Yeah, that's my prize, isn't it? Uh, so, Charlie, this bit will make no sense to you whatsoever. Um, but uh, we have a friend on the show who uh, sends in uh, football chants for long since retired uh, footballers every episode. Uh, and this season, he's taking requests. Uh, we've had a very Spurs heavy episode. So, to balance it out, Matthew on Instagram has requested a song for this 90s slash noughties Derby and Arsenal goalkeeper. I think there's probably only one who fits that Venn diagram. So uh, here we go. To the tune of the Wenger Boys, boom, 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 boom. Okay, yeah. Oh, I hate having to do this in front of guests. It's the most tragic moment <laughs> of the show. Whoa, whoa. Just that when you think you're through. Whoa, whoa. Your trouble's just begun. Whoa, whoa, one on one, just him and you. Whoa, whoa, poom, 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 poom. He wants the ball from you. They're meant to be together between his hands forever. Poom, 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 poom. You're gonna go boom, boom. We keep keen sheets forever together with Mark Poom. Oh, it was hard to get very through. Nice. <laughs> Thank you very much. He actually very had an alternative. Don't, don't encourage him. He had an alternative <laughs> line uh, as opposed to between his hands forever, which was his hands gripping the leather, <laughs> which I was very keen <laughs> oh to put in. But I didn't. Um, that is all for this week's episode. But we'll be back in a fortnight. If you can't wait that long, join the book club club on Patreon. Uh, bookworm members of the club get a bonus chapter episode every other week where we chat even more about the book it's 350 to join or you can just support us for a quid head to patreon.com forward slash football book club in the meantime do get in touch with us at footy book club on twitter uh, at football book club on instagram send us your thoughts or your puns your kenzon requests thanks everyone and charlie thank you so much for coming on we had such a great time with you and thank you for reading that ridiculous book uh, for us <laughs> yeah. that was super kind of you to do so um tell us about your book well, my book is called The Beautiful Poetry of Football Commentary, and it is breaking down famous bits of commentary um, and sort of applying a sort of analysis to them as Ooh. if they were poems or speeches or this sort of thing. So it kind of combines my love of football and oratory and rhetoric and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's good fun. It came out um, almost exactly this time last year, oh, okay. over a year ago, and it's available oh, in all your usual places that you would go to for for books make sure you go out and buy it that sounds great is, uh, that, sounds, that sounds too good for this podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah i agree uh is there anything else look it's to... no teddy but no, it's, I yeah. <laughs> is there anything else you want to plug at all charlie no not really you said you said at the start if you yeah my work my written works on the athletic and uh yeah you can listen to me on various other podcasts that you mentioned at the top 
Um, so yeah, please do so. Brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on, Charlie. It's been so much fun. No, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Brilliant. Ah, oh, brilliant. Thank you. Thank you very much. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Football Book Club. It featured James Bug, Jack Bernhardt, and Charlie Eccleshare. It was created and produced by James Bug. Thanks to Teddy for writing the book, but where are they all now? Well, Teddy continued playing for another decade before following in his hero Glenn Hoddle's footsteps and doing a modest bit of managing. Michael Owen has also since retired, but he gazumped Teddy once again in 2002 by getting further than him dressed up as a donut on The Mars Singer. Steve Harrison is now banned from all canteens across the country for excessive dropping things hilariously. Alan Sugar is still playing hardball over Teddy's contract and considering offering him a one-year extension, age 57. And Jerry Francis is very much grumbling about the increase in household bills. The music, Hills Behind, is the work of Silent Partner and is used in a Creative Commons 4.0 basis. We'll be back in a fortnight. Until then, bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.